What is going on, everyone? This is Nicholas Christian, a.k.a. Dingus the Clown, and you are listening to the MWO Podcast. Cut the funny business, tune in to Husvar, Billy, and Jake, because when you're MWO, you're MWO for life. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 99 Whoa. of the Major World Order podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am a ring announcer for Omaha, Nebraska's longest-running wrestling organization, PWP Live, and I am a musician. I play in a band called Graveyard Smash. It is perfect. Do you play the harmonica? Uh, no, I do not. Yeah, you suck. Oh man! Only real musicians play the harmonica. <laughs> no, um, but no, it's perfect for the Halloween season. If you want to check out some horror punk, go to Amazon, iTunes, or Spotify and check out Graveyard Smashed. And with me is Husvar, aka the Major Market, aka Handsome Husvar, aka Heartbreak Husvar, aka I still smell like garlic from Gangrel. And Max Smash Brothers match from FWF. And with us is the big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the major Mad Hatter. Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to episode 99 of the Major World Order. Did you motherfuckers ever think we'd make it this far? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yes you're damn man. right you yes did because man. we are the best and nobody can top us. I mean, we're on top of the world. The only way <laughs> we're not going to make it to episode 100 is if I die. Well, we'll make and it. And it's a good damn thing I'm bulletproof. <laughs> At least I think I am. At least from rubber bullets. I'm I'm bulletproof to those for sure. I got oh, shot with one of those at McDonald's the other day. Don't worry about that. So anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did go to McDonald's. For the first time in a long time today, actually. I Did you get an adult chicken. Happy Meal? Dude, I got a McDouble, plain, and some a 20-piece chicken nugget and a Dr. Pepper. Nice. I gave my wife the Dr. Pepper and 10 of those nuggets, and the rest was for me. It was delicious. All right, so let's continue on with our episode here. <laughs> my personal life. <laughs> but no, thank you all so much for being here. We yes. are almost wow. to episode 100. Crazy. And... I, can't, I can't believe it. We love you guys so much. Like You seriously. know what? I think... I think we can just say it, right? Yep. I talked to um, I talked to the boss man. Boss man, good old Matt, MC Matt Cardona. We are going to do a just a live uh, show, hanging right. out, bringing major marks on, maybe a few surprises here or there uh, to celebrate 100. Literally working on two of them right now. It's gonna be uh, live in the Facebook group. In the Facebook group. Um, a lot of times we just do that on our own Facebook page, but you know, we wanted to make this like a little special, bigger, more open to, to people. And it's going to be kind of like a boozing with the toys type of situation. 
you know, send us, uh, you know, some stuff that you might want to talk about. And especially if you haven't been on before, you know, we would love to, to try and bring some people on and, you know, maybe some repeat guests here and there. But, you yeah. know, we want to really focus on talking to people within this major wrestling figure podcast community. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing that on Friday, October 14th. So Ooh. this drops on uh, Thursday, the 13th. the 13th. So tomorrow you got 24 we'll be, hours. We'll be live in the Facebook. And if you miss night. it, you're fire. I'll be, uh, <laughs> I'll be live from uh, the hotel by Toy Hio. What city are you staying in, Andrew? Uh, let me see this hotel that he got. Uh, um, I, I'm not sure. I think it's in Gerard. The um, oh, Gerard, Ohio. It's yes, like yes, six minutes from Ger- from the yep. the venue in Gerard. Oh yeah, so. man. Hubbard, yeah. Ohio. I'll be. Yep. In. Damn, dude. If if I still lived in Ohio, back in my old spot, that was like 40 minutes for me. Is uh, is that tall some bitch? Oh yeah. Gonna be there. He'll be. We're oh, D Freedom. Oh, you're no, splitting a room oh, with him? Oh, oh. No, oh, no with, he's uh, talking with Big biggest Joe. Joe. Biggest oh, Joe the other tall some bitch. He should yeah. be. He, most <laughs> That's likely. awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking so a, um, from there, if you are um, not already, please uh, give us a, a like and subscribe and all that Ooh. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Major World Order, YouTube.com slash Major World Order. And for those wanting to get a little extra, Patreon.com slash Major World Order. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our first sponsor real fast, and then we will get into our guest. Are you ready to start your major fitness challenge but don't know what supplements to take? Well, the Major World Order has the answer for you. Workhorse Fitness. Not only does Workhorse Fitness have pre-workout, BCAAs, and ISO whey protein, they also have greens, melting point fat burner, and active wear. So you can look great while lifting weights. Use code MWO10 at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. So visit WorkhorseFitness.com and remember to use code MWO10 to save 10%. Workhorse Fitness. That's right, guys. Actually, sorry. Workhorse Supplements. That's right. Yep. Name change. out of date. Yeah, the stickers. (laughs) Grab some scissors and cut that shit off. No. <laughs> no, so visit WorkhorseSupplements.com for your BCAAs, your pre-workout, your ISO whey protein, your fat burners, and your active wear for your major fitness challenge. Now, guys, I just placed another order the other Did day, you? and it literally came in one day. I just there there was I needed I was like you know what this this deal is so good right now. It was literally 70 to 80% off. And I was like, yeah. there's no there's no reason I shouldn't stock up on extra pre-workout. I'm going to use it anyway. Why not go ahead and get it? So uh, I was also able to use that code MWO10 to save an additional 10% off at checkout. So I saved almost 90%. Guys, there is literally bare bones there. There's like probably two or three things of uh, pre-workout left. So you might want to jump on there and get them before I just decided to go ahead and pull the trigger on the rest of them. So uh, I know there's a few uh, hooded sweatshirts as well, a couple sizes left. So make sure you guys get those right now at WorkhorseSupplements.com. And don't forget to use that code MWO10 
to save yourself an additional 10% at checkout. That's right. Boom. And big, big shout out to Jake Sterling of Workhorse Supplements Absolutely. And, and Eat Right. He made his FWF debut at FWF Live 4, and he won the Toyetic 10-man tag match. So I congratulations know. Amazing. to our buddy Jake. That's and right. And all the things that he's doing. Um, yeah, there you go. And uh, also, I just want to introduce everyone to oh. Oh, <laughs> my daughter. She just left. That was my little putty tat Giselle. New addition to the family. So welcome, Giselle. But uh, yeah, congratulations, Jake Sterling. Uh, what an amazing match, an amazing show out. Um, dude, killed it. Yep. So uh, congratulations to you. That was awesome. I loved getting to see that. And uh, congratulations. I mean, it's only only up from here, pal. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it is now time. We've got another FWF Live superstar. What? He is the dime piece, Aaron Rourke. Oh. Hi. Thank you, and welcome <laughs> you. to the show. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Thank you for wearing my shirt. It looks oh, beautiful on you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. I feel beautiful wearing it. As you should. <laughs> I think he, I think he needs to cut those sleeves off, though, and let them guns out. What do you think? Yeah, you need you need to make it like a muscle tank. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll, I'll have to buy another one from you and make it my, my workout shirt, <laughs> my training shirt. I'll be sure to give you a nice dime piece discount of 5% oh, off. You're welcome. Yeah. Ooh, wow. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a nickel piece. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, that could be like the, uh, what do they call it? Right before the finisher, like the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the signature? Yeah, the signature. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The signature, that the nickel piece to the dime piece. I think that would be a good prelude oh. to the uh, finisher. I think I feel like we have something. I feel like <laughs> yep. we have something. It could be like, like I might five, workshop it. It's like a it's a rip off of the five knuckle shuffle. You can just call it the right. nickel. <laughs> I just do this, and all of a sudden, I just throw nickels at them. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. They're just like ah shit. You're like ow, that would actually that really hurts, sir. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. But no, um, yeah, very, very excited to be talking yeah. to you. Uh, we'll absolutely get into, you know, a number of things here and, um, you know, to, to get to it quickly uh, for a moment. Man, like legitimate FWF Live 4, that match with Rich Swan. Yeah. Killed it. Match I am, match I am not guys. BSing you at yeah. all. Yeah, that, I mean, it's that it's match the of the town. The show. Of the town. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate that a lot. Ah, thank it you. Was... I mean, you entertain the shit out of everybody. I mean, <laughs> you know, I try. Just, <laughs> I try so hard. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was like a dream match. I never thought I would have the opportunity to wrestle someone like Rich Swan. So thank you to FWF and Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, and everyone involved uh, putting me in that situation. That was amazing and so much fun yeah oh yeah yeah no i i knew i knew going into it um i did a lot of like the promotion for for that match and leading up to it like i just you know seeing some of your work in the past and knowing what rich is capable of i was like i know that this is gonna be crazy and i think i think you might you you did first off also you did a great job of like promoting (laughs) 
you know, that oh, you were doing you. all this and stuff. Right. <laughs> um, and I think you said something like, you know, somebody get like a flip counter or uh, something like yes. that. Um, and, uh, you know, but it was so much more than just that. And again, just what a, what a great match. And um, seeing your reaction to it afterwards um, was pretty, was pretty cool to see as well. Yeah. You know, through well, through your tweets you. and all that. So, um, I mean, I know Aaron Rourke is generally um, a mean, bitchy kind of person, um, but I don't think he could even contain how excited and honored he was to be in the ring with a talent like that. It's not every day you get to have those kind of matches. Right. And to say, like, I was in the ring with Rich Swan, a former WWE superstar, an Impact star. He's a champion, a world champion. You know, you don't get those opportunities. So I was truly, truly honored and just, honestly, there's not enough words to describe how I felt. It was incredible. Good. Good. No, that's, that's great to hear. And again, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the the start of all of this. Let's let's get into the the basics of of our interview. <laughs> Andrew, well, I'm ready like for to, it. To talk to to Aaron, you guys have been able yeah. to hang out on a few occasions, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. And before Absolutely. you get started, I just have to mention real quick. I'm I'm digging that third eye blind tank, man. <laughs> Thank you. I love it that is my band. it is my favorite band. Really? Okay. Very cool. We'll, we'll definitely have to get into that in a little bit. I would love to talk about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I could talk about them all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, I'll let Andrew continue. Let's do it. Um, so how did you first get introduced into wrestling? And when you were growing up, did you um, collect any wrestling figures? Um. So I feel like like other wrestlers, I kind of just started watching from a young age. Um, I just, I have a very vivid memory of flipping. I was very young. I was probably like six and just kind of watching TV and it kind of flipped over a channel. And all of a sudden there was, I think at the time, so I was six, it was like 2001. uh, I think it was Thursday night Smackdown still at that time, or maybe Tuesdays, not sure, but I remember seeing it and I remember vividly it was Hulk Hogan dressed as Mr. America <laughs> and it was the in-ring segment with uh, Vince McMahon and I was oh, man. just hooked immediately. Oh, I was very intrigued and just like, oh, I, I want to watch this more and just it took off from there and I've watched wrestling the majority of my life. Growing up, I did collect figures. Okay. I I had like a very large collection, but it wasn't like um, how people have like rare toys or like one of a kind or like, like toys that like mean a lot to you, like a certain moment. It was kind of like, I saw a wrestling toy and I'm just like, grab it. It was (laughs) mine. I could have, I I think I had three of the same John Cena's just because I was like, I want it. Give it. (laughs) Who, um, now, did you collect anything else besides wrestling figures? Were you were you into anything else? Um, growing up, I was I was one of those kids who always had like something to do. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a dancer for a while. I did uh, singing and theater, so I didn't have like a lot of other like outside interests. I was always performing or doing things, or like I was 
doing sports. Like I was a track runner and uh, yeah. So I never really had like any outside like uh, things that I enjoyed besides wrestling. So wrestling was always like my little like away time from everything. Right. Sure. Did uh, you said you, you, you sang and you did plays. What, what was your favorite play to do? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I, know I mean, there's the memories. <laughs> I know there's always a level of embarrassment because it's just like ugh. watching <laughs> back. I'm like, oh boy, you were just team too much up there, <laughs> too team too much. Uh, my we've all been there play, though, yeah. right? Uh, my favorite play was probably I got to do uh, Beauty and the Beast in high school. And I wasn't like a lead character or anything, but I was um, a very heavy like ensemble dance character. So I did had to do a lot of like uh, the dance routines and like the uh, singing and dancing. So that was really fun. And the one thing about my high school was like they took theater very seriously for no reason, but <laughs> they would just have like these outlandish costumes so my love of glitter and diamonds runs very deep and very long history. <laughs> awesome yeah I, i'm jealous because i i tried out a bunch in in high school and middle school for plays you know i did them in elementary school and everything that doesn't really count but um i i tried i could never get any roles i wanted or anything so i, I just kind of like gave up on it so that's awesome that you got to actually get to do you know stuff like that yeah and, yeah yeah enjoy it no, yeah no i'm i'm a pretty i i like I like theater a lot. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I went out for like one thing in high school and I, I, I did get it. It was the sound of music, but um, I realized like theater wasn't really like for me to, to do. I just like to watch. Um, so that's, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened to me in a uh, high school. I went out for a role and I got it. And then I was like, Hmm. I don't really want this. So I quit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you I got like, like the lead? No, I just, or, I got like, Oh, a, you just got a role I, that you wanted. Yeah. I got a role that I was like, if it wasn't the lead, it was like, all right, I can do like, I'm fine with this. And yeah. then I was like, nah, <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want it. So I was like, if I'm not number one, then I'm not doing it. That's Sorry. right. That's right. It. My man. <laughs> love it competitive awesome. i know i know i feel like if i was a wrestler you and me would be buttonheads pretty bad oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up when you were getting into wrestling um that's always a very interesting question because i feel like for people like me who are i don't know if you could tell but i'm very gay if you couldn't tell um, I know I come off very straight. This is a very masculine <laughs> voice. Um, it's okay. I'm so shocked. No. <laughs> right? So shocked. Um, growing up, it was uh, very hard to find like role models. Like people are always like, I looked up to this person and this person. Mm. And I was like, I really didn't have that. I looked up to like Ric Flair because of his like entrance. And of course, I sure. love the wrestling. The, but like the yeah. glitter, like you mentioned, you know, with and the robes and stuff. Sure. Like the yeah uh, yeah the showmanship almost of it just act, just like out there and just like flaunting it all and just that I mean Ric Flair I mean definitely go he's in my opinion probably one of the greatest of all times as far as showmanship and he didn't even need to wrestle Woo! you know what I mean like he he could I mean obviously he was one of the greatest talkers of all time but just like you said his entrance just with that robe I mean twenty thousand dollar robe. 
you know, just walking down and just spins every eye in the room was on that man. You know what I mean? And that like he didn't even have to say anything. He could just walk down and just it was like a holy shit moment for sure. Yeah. I mean, he would just walk into an arena and you just like it was the presence. It was all the glamour, all like the star, all the like just the presence alone. You hear the music and it just it fills you with like, wow, this is like the person like yeah. this is, this is the important. pinnacle of yeah. our of our like what we love to do. Yeah. So he was certainly someone I looked up to. I loved Rob Van Dam oh, because yeah. he was just flipping, kicking, doing the all this stuff. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, wow, like I, re- I want to wrestle like that. I can't, right. but <laughs> I want to <laughs> wrestle like that. That's where you get your split legged mood salt. I get it from Brian Myers. He taught me Ooh. and I saw Brian do it. And yeah. I was like, Oh, I need to do that. But I definitely, as a kid, would watch RVD do it, and I was like, oh, "He's a superhero. I need to meet him. He's a he's a real life superhero." Oh yeah, I mean, RVD. I mean, I remember saying, "Like, I could not believe he could jump from one ring yeah. post to the other." You know, it was just like, coast "What?" Coast, yeah. yeah, it was insane. Like, I, and still to this superhuman. Day, like, I mean, yeah. me personally, I think out of everybody in here, I'm the only one who's never actually been in a wrestling ring. And But just, I mean, I've been to live events and I've seen them and it's like, dude, that's a far, like, that's a far distance. It's not like close. I mean, even, even if you, you know, if you get that little spring action from the ropes, it's, you have to have a lot of athleticism Moment. and flight and just kind of like you i don't i don't even know how to explain it it's just like you you got to be very special to be able to do that yeah you gotta have a lot of leg strength and yeah. like and stability and momentum yeah. and it just has to be the perfect jump and it's right it's wild yeah it's wild I mean, yeah because it's it's like it's also one of those things too like if you undershoot it yeah you can understand it because that's a long distance but like you also got to be careful because you don't want to overshoot it either. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's so it's very, there's a lot of mathematics and science to it, I think, and that a lot of people don't realize that it, it takes a special kind of person to be able to do the, those kind of feats. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. He's one of, he's one of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, how did you first get introduced to um, Zack Ryder, Kurt, or Kurt Hawkins, or Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, you know, whichever one you were? Um, so I first met Brian when I started training, and it didn't. It took me a long time to get out of that space of like every time he walked by me, I'm like, oh my god, it's Brian Myers, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> he to me like he's the epitome of like making it in this business like hmm. he got to wrestle for so many years had a wrestlemania moment like does a podcast like wrestles all over the world like he doesn't have to be like i guess like a top like guy top yeah. to say yeah. he made it right. like he made right. a career for himself and so every time when i first met him i was just i don't even think i spoke a word i think i just right. nodded and was like <laughs> kind of starstruck like holy shit <laughs> And then I met Matt because he just showed up to a creative pro practice one day. He just walked in the door and I'm oh, pretty wow. sure like my legs just went numb and I just kind of yeah. fell into a corner like, okay, <laughs> just don't do anything weird. Just don't <laughs> stare at him. It's fine. Whoa, 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 you know it. 
<laughs> that's playing in my brain just his right. name song like oh right. radio <laughs> i'm just like wow and the first thing i always thought when i saw both of them was like wow they're just gigantic men they're just huge <laughs> yeah, like freaking brian and matt just gun city just right. like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, like in, in in practice, like you know, when I when Brian first gave me a suplex, like you know, it was unexpected. He, you know, he has me down. He's like, "I'm gonna give you a suplex," and I'm like, "Okay." And then he does it, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like this guy could just like toss me around the it ring, to rip like, my head off like, if he wanted yeah, to. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Have you ever no. had the the fortune of taking a Brian Myers dropkick? Not yet. I want. I want it. <laughs> It's like, it's kind of one of those feelings where your soul leaves your body. It's like, it's just, you see him jump up and you know, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> and it's it's beautiful and it's safe and it connects. But man, he he ain't messing around with those drop kicks. A little bit kicks. of like pressure behind it. Pressure or, and like, or... I'm going to make sure that when I connect and push you off, you're going somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't cool. wait. <laughs> there, there's only one person that i met that i can remember um from the major pod community anyway that uh was not intimidated by matt at all and that was in wisconsin uh i i vividly remember aj aka hot rod oh, guy yeah uh talk i i don't know if it was when he and i had we had kind of stepped away from everything went out to dinner um or if it, we were just BS in one time, but he had mentioned he's like, yeah, I, I saw Matt and I was, you know, I was sizing him up and he was sizing me up, and then you know we had our conversation. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Jesus, man, you know, and that guy. I mean, talk about ripped. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, that's that's probably one dude in the in the pod community that could give Matt a run for his money for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Matt yeah. was like in love with him. Like, I know. Yeah. I, was, I was so jealous. I'm still a little jealous of him. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> how do you get abs like that you're just like that's ridiculous you gotta have he must be rich or something he's got like some kind of plastic <laughs> surgery he's got like a fucking 82 pack it's ridiculous <laughs> he's just getting surgery getting like silicone right. injected ab. Just... like give me give me an extra ab doc <laughs> <laughs> you see this oblique muscle i need you to just fill that he's lopsided a for a this week is he's a, just walking a picture through. for reference yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that's his wife next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell him who his wife is. His wife is uh, <laughs> Jenny McCarthy's sister. Amy McCarthy. Amy McCarthy. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, she a lucky girl because he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> AJ's going oh, shit. Wait, why, yeah. why do you have all these photos ready? I'm on his Facebook. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hunting with hot bars over this week. <laughs> I'm me, hot rod guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, the the one move that I really want Brian to like teach me, like uh, do like test on me is uh, that Pele kick he does. Um, oh yeah. I don't even know how to. Do you you do that? I think. Do I, I you do it? I do kick. not do that. No, okay. I don't understand the physics of that. Yeah, but I, I, like every time I see it. I've tried it so many times. I just I don't understand. I've tried like the way people just like drop back into it, or they like do the AJ Styles or Seth Rollins, or they turn and jump. I, I don't get it. I, that's something I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> how anyone can just jump and I don't get it. Yeah. I hear the see ya, and then he does it, and I'm like, oh, shit. 
Oh, and it, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Judgment Day approaching. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, that's interesting, though, too, because, like, I mean, you are good at, like, I don't know the right term for it, manipulating your body into doing, like, different, you know, things that your body's not generally meant to do. So, yeah, I guess, you know, there's still going to be those things that it's like, nope, that one can't figure it out. Well, for the longest time, I I just started learning how to do like springboards, like hopping up to the top rope. Oh, wow. For the longest time, I couldn't do it just because I didn't understand how people would balance up there. You never really see me do a springboard anything because I just some things people are better that than others. I sure. can do a 450. I can do a Phoenix splash onto my feet. But if you tell me, hey, do a springboard like phenomenal forum i'll be like uh we're not doing that (laughs) yeah i'm not getting up there (laughs) and um so the last of our basic questions is how did you first get introduced to the major wrestling figure podcast um i always kind of like peripherally knew that brian and matt had like a podcast and like had like a figure thing because I bet I don't really collect figures now. I kind of like selectively collect figures. Like I have like my friends who have figures. I still have to get like a Brian figure and like, I still have to catch up. I know. I know. I'm, I'm a bad, (laughs) I'm a bad student. I'm sorry. Brian. I do. I need them. I do need them. I, I need something because I, I on my shelf, it's like, I got you. I got you. Oh, gotta, thank I gotta, you. I got to set up selling, so we'll uh, we'll work out a little deal ski. Maybe uh, maybe you can autograph that third eye blind tank for me and just <laughs> my way. Is I mean, a, I was. Is it a medium or a large? Looks like a large. I mean, this is my ex boyfriend's, but I think it's a large. You can have it for sure. Cause he ain't never getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send this to you, bud. I'll sign it too. And I'll say only for you. Ooh, you know what? It's <laughs> funny. That's um, yeah, but that'd be a cool piece though. Like that's anyway, I'll I'll stop. I was gonna make like a <laughs> cool like it would I, I don't know, it'd be kind of cool, like framed up, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. When people like like when you're like huge and famous in the future. And like I got that, you know, like people would come back and listen to this episode, and I'm like, yeah, I got that shit. He you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, look at this. If yeah, I, you I see that third eye blind shirt? Yeah, I yeah. got it. Let me tell you where this. Okay, listen to episode 99 on MWO. <laughs> <laughs> well, just for the hell of it, let's talk about third eye blind for a little bit. Hell yeah, let's go. What, what? <laughs> uh, I really like third eye blind. It's one of those bands that, like, I don't ever realize they are them. Like, I hear, like, the songs and I go, man, uh, this song kicks ass. Like, yeah. you know, like, just, like, great 90s music and stuff. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, who is this? And, like, so many times it's like, it's Third Eye Blind. It's Third Eye Blind. It's Third Eye I'm like, geez, like, I like these guys, like, way more than I realize I do. Yeah. So that's yeah, my I When I first, uh, because... My ex-boyfriend introduced me to like them because I only figured they had like two songs. I was like, they have those two songs. One of those one hit wonder bands that, yeah, kind of, it's like, eh, they got a couple, but nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, they, they, you know, they got two really great hits. And then as I started listening to them more, I was like, wow, this is just like really good music. Right. And now I just listen to them all the time. 
Yeah. Especially if you like listen to the lyrics, like a lot. Of, it's funny to me how people just like they like the music or they like the beat or whatever, but they don't listen to the lyrics. And then years and years later, after the songs like played out and like it's not even relevant anymore, it just pops on like, oh, I remember this song. And then you're like an adult now and you actually like listen to the words. And you're like, oh, my God, like I'm going through this right now. Like it's crazy. You know? <laughs> I was going to say, because you, right. you've gone through some shit. So you're I, like, yeah. OK, th- this sits with me. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, when I was in sixth grade, I didn't know, like, what taxes were. And now I'm like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's like, too, like, when like when you're younger and you hear some of these songs, like, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going through this. Like, but you're like a kid and, like, you don't really know, like, what they're singing about. And then, yeah, when you get older, you you know, you listen to it and you're like, no, nah, I'm real. I really understand what this is happening. <laughs> You're like, young me could never understand what this song meant. Like, I always remember when I was younger, I would listen to a lot of Avril Lavigne because that's mm-hmm. when she was like big, like big, mm-hmm. big. And I remember I'd be like, I relate so much to her music. And I was like seven years old and I'd be like crying because I didn't get a pizza bagel for lunch. <laughs> I'm like, Avril Lavigne just gets me because I didn't get this pizza bagel. And I'm like, now as I'm older, I'm like, no, I know what yeah. she's thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, girl. Same way with Third Eye Blind. I'm like, yeah, been there, guys. Been there. I actually got to meet them, which was oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, I've never been able to see them live. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I saw them live last September, and I actually, m- me and my friend met this girl whose friend was dating the bassist of the band, and so we all like hung out afterward. And I was like, this nice. is wild. I'm hanging out oh, with yeah. Third Eye Blind. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They're very cool. They're very like chill people, which is something you don't expect from a band that's been around forever, who still put out great music, who's like very famous. But they're all very sweet people. And I was like, now I really like you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that that that's like one thing I've come to realize too, like about uh, I mean, for me personally, and Billy definitely for sure, definitely's like Billy's in the music industry. Mm. And, you know, he's definitely been around a lot more famous musicians than I have. But like for me, there's been a lot of pro wrestlers, you know, within the last few years that I've been around and, you know, you, you, you don't know what to expect with some of these people like that are on a different level than, you know, you're, you're looking and aspiring to be. And then you meet these people and like, you, you've heard those horror stories, you know, where it's like, yeah, this, this is don't not a good heroes. person. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? And so you're, you're kind of like, you know, you want that, you have that, um, mindset like you want it to be true and you want them to be like i want this guy to be like my hero and all this and that and then you meet that person it's like this guy's a piece of shit you know it's like yeah. this, this ain't good you know but uh it's it's really cool i mean i've been very fortunate with everybody that i've had the pleasure and opportunity of meeting and actually becoming friends with a lot of people you know and a lot of it's through this show um that uh you know everybody we've met has been like extremely nice and just like down to earth and so giving and i mean literally built friendships with people that i didn't even know before they came on the show and then it's like now there's some of these people that yeah i talk with every day and it's 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 awesome and it's just it's really cool that you know some people like you know even like yourself like you're gonna you have the talent and the drive and the ambition to just make it and you can do so many amazing things in this industry. And like, I'm like, Thank I know you. Billy, oh, 
I mean, there's no thanks needed. I mean, it's just, it's God given talent and you're, you're amazing at what you do. And like, we're just, you know, it, it's cool. Cause we get to build this like little relationship with you. We hang out and then, you know, maybe a couple episodes later you do an intro for us and then we're checking in with each other. And then next thing you know, we like, Oh, we bump into each other at FWF. You know what I'm saying? And like, you kind Hell of, yeah, yeah. you build these relationships with people and then you just stay in contact and it's kind of, it's just a awesome, unique thing that we get to do here. And uh, it's, like it's it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to do this, and that's why, you know, MWO MWO for life is like a, a real thing with us, you know, because it's like this community is so important, and just being able to it, it, it's about learning about people like you and these experiences and these things, but we also get to build these friendships, and it's just it's so it's so cool, and you know, I know Husfar all the time. I mean, he's constantly meeting people and bumping in people. And I mean, he has more friends than I have elbows, you know, so it's it's I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I understood it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I understood where you were going with. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just a really cool thing. And, um, you know, we're all we're all so fortunate to be able to do this stuff. So, you know, we we thank you for taking the time to hang with us and all that. And I don't mean to get a little sentimental, but it's just, you know, creeping up on episode 100 here. And, uh, you know, we've we've gone through a lot. And, um, you know, it's just a, it's an honor to be able to do these things with with people like you, you know, that are these just these amazing talents and these amazing friendships we've built over the last couple of years. So it's, you know, love, love everybody in this uh, in this group and uh, happy to be a part of it. Cheers to you and cheers to that. Y'all are really sweet and really cool guys. And I'm very honored and fortunate uh, to be able you. to do this with y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's like um, Aaron, I, you know, when I, I started off going to the cap shows and first seeing you, you know, seeing how talented you were and then, you know, joining cap and then being backstage for my first show and you're on the show and I, inside I'm like freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, like he's so good. He probably thinks I'm just some scrub, like he probably thinks <laughs> I'm nothing. And then, you know, I, I started talking to you and you're just so like chill and nice. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like Aaron Roy's talking to me. Like I get to see him put on the face paint and, and everything. Like it's, it's just so cool for me. And, you know, I mark out, you know, over, even though I, you know, I train, I still mark out inside as a fan, um, that stuff, but I got to stay on the, you know, the right side of the guardrail for sure. But uh, you know, I gotta, but I still mark out inside. <laughs> you see me doing my face paint, just looking like a very stressed out bitch. Just like, I gotta get through this. Yeah, I feel bad. I'm like, you're going to look awesome. Like, okay. Let's, let's talk about the face paint for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was like your first concept with the face paint and like your idea for it? And then how has it progressed over, over time? Uh, so it was a lot of like trial and error. So sure. I started doing it when I came back from my first like major injury in 2019. I had shattered my ankle, uh, a trimalleal fracture, broke all three bones, um, had to get two plates and 10 screws. Damn. And Oof. yeah, it was bad. But I was coming back and my first match back was against Chris Statlander. And wow. I she was like my first friend in wrestling. I'm very close with her. So I knew it was supposed to be like going to be a really big match for me. So yeah. I started doing like these like gold flakes around my eyes and like the rhinestones on the eyes. And then it kind of just 
snowballed and then I started doing flakes down here and like tear yeah. forms. And then, you know, I was using spirit gum to glue them on and you really shouldn't put that near your eyeball. Yeah. So <laughs> after a while I was like, this isn't going to work. I think I need to transition to like paint. Right. And so I started doing like the painting of it and then I got like better paint. I just kind of got better at it. And then I kind of started to get more creative with it. And I think it really turned in January of this year, I wanted to like change up my whole character because I used to come out with the robe and like the tears with the flakes and the glitter. And I was like, I want it to be a little more like modern and a little right. more edgier. So then I started doing like the half face with mm. the jacket and just kind of making it a little more demonic because yeah, I, think- I was going to say it seems almost meaner and i and i know like you know your your trunks like they say evil on it you know so uh yeah i i mean i could pick that up just by the way that your your makeup has changed from you know like the first fwf to to now yeah and it kind of grew with the character because i feel like aaron Rourke in the beginning was still finding himself he was all about the glam and the paparazzi and just like want to be the center of attention he still is but he's just a little more meaner, a little more sadistic. Yeah. It's very much like I take inspiration from like Harvey Dent, like two faces, two people. Very Aaron cool. works a two faced bitch. I love it. I love oh it. my gosh. That. that is, Dude, we got to get that's marketing the, right there. We got to get him the Gotham quarter. <laughs> I always wanted a shirt, like a t-shirt of like two sides of a coin or like have the merch where it's like you flip a coin. It's like normal face. And then like evil face. Well, honestly, you could have a double-sided shirt. The front is like the good side, and the back side's the evil side. That would be pretty badass. Yeah, that or just the split for, or something. Yeah, like, or man, split. you've got to use this yeah. two-faced bitch. Yeah, like more. Oh, yeah. Like I, that's and you and you have to go off like Batman Forever. You got to do that like purple bubbly kind of just like <laughs> oiled skin look. You know, I think it'd be badass. I know. I keep like I keep playing with it. So nowadays I do like those like lines on the demon side because I'm like painting half your face every show is just mm. so much work for it all to rub off sure. in like three seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I started doing walk slow on your entrance. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm like everyone take it in because it's gonna be gone by the end of the match. Right. <laughs> but uh Certainly for big matches, I like to do like the half face and do and yeah. really ball out with it and make it look like crazy or beautiful, like a just like beautiful disaster. So, yeah, you well, know, I like the, the go, metallic. Man. Hell yeah, right there, man. That'd be bad. That's me in one picture, right? It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> awesome. I like the the metallic that you use. Like I like that metallic look. It's really cool. It, it pops. Like it. Yeah. It's very as the guys say, very toyetic. Yes. Oh, that was like one of a career highlight for me was when I posted. I think I had just won Chaotix Panoptic Championship, and it was like that picture of me holding a belt, and it's the first time I ever did like the face, and I had the jacket and the new gear. And Matt Cardona wrote on the bottom, like, toyetic as fuck, or, like, just toyetic yeah, AF. And awful. I was like, oh, I could retire now. <laughs> I, made <laughs> I yeah. made it. <laughs> yeah, Literally, that's, like, I made it. No, that's that's kick-ass. Um, so um, since we're still on that subject of the, um, the makeup, uh, our Patreon 
a few people will ask some questions from time to time. And Joey Hudson says, what wrestlers in WWE or AEW do you think have the best face paint? Mm. Or just, you know, face painted wrestlers throughout history or whatever. What are, what are ones that you really like or gravitate towards or, or don't care at all about or whatever? I don't know. See, face paint is so unique to the person. I feel like if I was thinking of my aesthetic, I the tears come as an homage to Asuka because she's one of my oh, yeah. favorite wrestlers. Awesome. So like she started doing that, so I started doing that. Cool. I'm, not, I'm not trying to steal her stuff, I promise. Um <laughs> she I really you. you were doing it first. Right. She copied me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really appreciated like Bull Nakano's, like very oh, simplistic, but God, just very yes. crazy. <laughs> I just loved Bull Nakano. Wild. Probably the only person in 1994 that loved Bull Nakano. <laughs> I like looking back now, I'm like, wow, she was born in a, the wrong era. Yeah, she, if she was a if she was wrestling now and oh. then now, crazy. Dude, yeah, I can't even imagine. There, there's a few wrestlers that in that new gen era that definitely were in, they were born way too early. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, I, man, that's a hundred percent her and giant Gonzalez. Or <laughs> one of, uh, one of the ones that used to scare the shit up, but you know, uh, Luna Vachon. I mean, oh her, yeah. You know, another yeah. One, another one. Great one. Yeah. Scare the shit out of yes. me, but I loved it. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just I love people who aren't afraid to be crazy looking or to like, yeah, yeah, push the envelope. You want to be a little crazier? You want to be a little demonic? Lean all the way into it. Right. No, I agree with that 100%. I mean, it's just and it's one of those things too, like to stand out from the crowd. You can't be like everybody else. You can't be doing what everybody else is doing. You know, you have to be different and you got to stand out and you know, Bull Nakano, Luna Vachon. I mean, those definitely at that time they stood out. I mean, shit, that was thirty years ago, and we're yeah, still, still talking about it. You know, still what I mean? unique today, right? Right. And I, I think Masha Slamovich, she just wrestled on Bound for Glory. I think, don't quote yeah. me on it, but I think her makeup was inspired by Bull Nakano because she had all the lines and like the really cool eye makeup. Right. So people are still taking homage to her and wrestlers like that still this day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's uh, it's just one of those things. You just got to find your little, your niche and, you know, just, just go with it full. And that's the thing you can't, you can't just half-ass it. You know, there's some no. people out there, unfortunately, they just, they have an idea and it's a great idea, but they're afraid to go with it. So they kind of half-ass it. And it's just like, it's cool, but it ain't good. And, and you can tell those people, you know, when they, some some of them are even on TV, you know what I mean? And they come yeah. on like, yeah, it's cool, but it's just missing something. But the the people that back it up and just go a hundred percent with it are the ones who like, that's what you remember. And that's, what's important, you know? So I think it's, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's, I really like that. Um, yeah. you know, just your, your outlook on the different stuff and, and your, yeah. uh, you're, you know, conceptualizing how you do your makeup and all that. Um, it's very cool. I, I didn't even think about it, like going into this, like on stage, there's many times where I, I do makeup and yeah, mm-hmm. like creating your own character and it, it just, I'm sure for you, it like, it, it sets you in a whole different mindset. Like you, 
you almost to a certain degree like it it, it it's a new person it, it puts on right this on different mask. confidence right um, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah what, when that makeup goes on gears on music hits i am not my name i'm not ben i'm aaron rourke and whatever happens that is aaron rourke who you're dealing with yeah it's it's a flip of the switch mm-hmm. the yeah. minute i'm suited up and ready to go we're and, in it baby and let, let's talk about that flip of the switch for a minute because i mean we've all had that moment in our lives and some of us more than others but there's definitely been times in my life when i've put a mask on or i put sunglasses on or and i've just been a completely different person you know yeah it's like it's not that I'm, and I'm. I don't even know where I'm going with this, to be honest with you. But <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not afraid to be myself. But when I'm that other person, you know, you can. You, there's no fear, and it's like, and it, and like, it's just such a crazy thing. So, being a professional wrestler, I just want to talk about this. Like, you're able to go out in front of thousands of people on TV, in front of millions of people, and perform and do these acts and not be scared because you're not embarrassed or there's like, there's just no fear because you are this persona now. And it's like that, like you said, that flip of the switch and it, but it's like, I just want to talk about that flip of the switch. Like what happens in that moment where you turn from your true self to this character that you've built, you know, what happens in this moment? Is it, is it a compilation of all the years of your training and your, lust to be this superhero so to speak or like you know i always will for me aaron bork is like my alter ego i guess of like how i am now he's very much of how i used to be when i was like i don't want to say like in high school but like in high school i was very like over the top bitchy flamboyant nowadays i'm very just low-key chill like relaxed chilled out Right. I don't have time to be that extra or do I have that much energy. <laughs> right. But there's just something where it's like when you're that switch flips, it's right. for me at least I get into this mindset of just how I've how hard I've worked, my desire to be the best. Right. And it's kind of just like you kind of slip into that other character almost effortlessly. Right. Because there are times where people are like do a promo on the spot and you kind of have to like slip mm-hmm. into it. Right. So you kind of just get this mindset of like, at least for me, it's like, I know I'm the best. Nobody compares to me. And if they think they do, I know I'm better looking, better dressed, shinier, right. more talented. <laughs> and if they, I don't really have enough fingers to, me, to tell me, how, tell you how much better I am than you, you know? <laughs> and at the end of the day, I mean, I'll just cut someone with my words. Right. So it's like, you just snap into it. And that, and that's almost that thing I was talking about. Like you said, there's some people that have to slip into it. And like, I, I can already tell with you, you are that person that there's, there is no flip of the switch with you. You're already turned on in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're there. It's just when it's time to let it out, you're like, okay, well, there it is. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's, it's, it's ready to go. It's, it's already on the burner, so to speak. Yeah. I feel like that's why nowadays I'm much more like relaxed and calm because I feel like all the angry bitchiness comes out with Aaron Sure, and he can handle that emotion. He can do that and kick ass. And then when he comes back and I come back to me, I'm just like chilled out. Right. And, Oh God, I like, 
I almost wish I had that in my own personal life where I could do that because like I have a very like right now I'm going through a lot of BS. But anyway, and I'm not trying to get into all that, but um, it's just like sometimes I just feel that, you know, that like, oh, I just wish I could be up somebody else for a minute and just like do whatever the fuck I want. And it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? But like you get to do that. You know, in in a sense, you know what I'm saying, and like within reason, you can't go out and like literally break somebody's neck. But <laughs> yeah, you know, know. <laughs> there's limitations and boundaries. Sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just it's really it's something I can't explain for wrestlers. Right. Some people just you, you are have really able. Yeah, I think that's and I think that's what it is, and. And I mean, I know Billy and Andrew will agree with me 100%. You are one of those guys that have it. And I mean, I just met you, you know, 53 minutes ago. And uh, you got it, man. It's like, holy shit. You know, I'm really very impressed and, uh, you know, almost in awe, so to speak. Um, wow. It's just, well, no, I mean, you're you're extremely talented. I mean, there's no denying that at all. And your, your God-given ability is just, it, it, speaks for itself i mean you you blew the roof off at fw4 i mean that's something to be very very proud of and um you know i think we all aspire to almost not even top that but just to be close to that you know what i mean so it's it's really cool and this and 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 i'm I keep getting sappy. I don't know why, but I'm just. Gonna... I know you're melting my icy little bitch heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna quit talking. I'm gonna mute myself for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um. Let's go ahead and talk about like you know since uh, this is all very major you know related yeah, and and you know obviously like I'm sure there's other you know great aspects of your career that we can also you know try and dive into a little bit, but you know um obviously. Um, Brian has put a lot of trust in you and, uh, when it's time to start doing these, um, these FWF shows, it's, um, you know, you're on the very first one against like one of the main people within their, their community, you know, against Hornswoggle. Um, and you know, maybe what's a little bit more of like a comedic style match, but like, you get approached to do that. Like what's, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, just like any wrestling match. I mean, me and if I had to wrestle Swoggle, I, that would just be top notch. Wouldn't care if it's a comedic match or whatever. I just love wrestling in every facet of wrestling, whether it's competitive, comedic, there's more story than fighting or it's fighting versus story. So, if I got approached, I'd be like, hell yeah. And guess what? We're going to make it the best match on the card. I yeah. would just, I would, I would love for that opportunity. I'm always grateful for everything Brian gives me and trusts me to do. Um, it really, it makes me feel good. It, it oh makes me feel gosh. very special. I, um, I messed up. You did not <laughs> wrestle Swoggle. I'm sorry. I know. Um, <laughs> you went against Steve Believe. Yes. Um, <laughs> still I, I i did but he's still <laughs> kind of a, a a little bit of like more of a comedy style match Woo! you know with Woo! with how he you know works it, it's it's their creation coming to life i apologize that i mixed that up no um, it's totally fine but and and to a degree like 
that still works with with upcoming matches that you've done within FWF. Um, so you went against Steve Believe, <clears throat> Steve Somerset, uh, you know, one of the Steves, someone who you've probably actually like worked with uh, a decent amount, I'm assuming. Yes, for sure. Um, so you get to do that. Then we fast forward to FWF2. You're in a match with Heath and Johnny Clash. That's so that kind of that uh, I messed up with the swoggle thing. But I fixed Moving it past with, that. So fixing it with, with Heath. You're you know, you got like an original creative pro graduate with Johnny Clash. You got Heath, who is another guy who's been, you know, to the top. Um, what are those thoughts? Um, I mean, it's always great to wrestle Clash because when when there were days Brian and Pat weren't there, uh, it was either Max Caster or Johnny Clash who would help train. And so I do think in ways Clash really helped me get my footing in wrestling and he sat with me and worked with me. So it's always kind of like a, a little bit of a trainer teacher, like a trainer student moment when I get to wrestle him. He was like yeah. my first match on like the creative pro five years in the making. And it was like a big match. He was champion at the time. I beat him. I didn't win the championship. It was a non-title match, mm-hmm. but you know, like it was one of those things where it's kind of like I get to wrestle against someone who I looked up to and who helped me get my footing and get ahead in this. And then to wrestle Heath, I mean, it's right. Heath Slater. Oh, like yeah. I heard I'm in this match and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to keep it together? Damn it. Like Keep it together, baby. It's fine. Literally. <laughs> and he's just, I got to tell you, I love Heath Slater. He's oh, yeah. my favorite person in the world i tell him it all the time i love him i love working with him i got to wrestle him twice right back to back fwf shows back to back and and talk about that one too because now you've got two other guys who are just insanely talented um you know with with trey miguel and blake christian i'm moving to a spot that has an outlet because my phone is dying but sorry no, it's all good. I'm the dum dum who never charges their phone all day. <laughs> but so, thus far, li- like I-, I live on five percent. But <laughs> yeah, when I saw that match, yeah. I was like, I think Brian is really trying to put me through it right now because you got Heath Slater and then you got Trey Miguel and Blake Christian, also just amazing. Not only wrestlers, we all know this, talented up the wazoo, but just amazing people, super sweet. And just, it's always an honor when someone trusts you or believes in your talent so that you can work with these people and have these opportunities. And I don't take them lightly and I take them very seriously and I take it very personally because I know there's other people who could have gotten this spot or other people who could have gotten this match. For it to be me means the world. Yeah, that's huge, man. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, um, and and that match is 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 really great too. Um, but yeah, you know, first one, you know, it's 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 against Steve. Believe it's it's more kind of fun. Second one, triple threat. Third one, fatal four way. But this one, four. Yeah, I know we talked about it already a bit, but. This yeah. one is where, like, you really get to showcase and just, again, amazing. 
that's why I couldn't be a bitch. People were like, oh, like they were cheering for you. You were so happy and smiley. I was like, how could anyone be mad or like all about themselves? I mean, I'm always about myself, but how could <laughs> anyone like stare, stand in the ring knowing that Rich Swan is walking down to face you and not just have like be beaming from ear to ear? And I mean, I got to have a dance off with Rich Swan and I feel like I held my own very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah, I busted uh, out a worm. I know the reverse. <laughs> yeah, you're like, hey, like you. I think it was another thing that you posted on Twitter. It's like, hey, like, got to use my dance background for once. Yeah, all my years <laughs> of dance have finally paid off. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was just my FWF experience has been like, um, to sum it up in one word is truly amazing, and I'm just always grateful and thankful for. It. FWF and Brian and Matt and everything they give me. We need either one of these of you in the future or one of these of you in the future. I'm telling you now, if I got one of those made of me, the way I would cry, just sob uncontrollably on camera. I'll put it on a podcast somewhere. I don't care. (laughs) To be made into a toy, like I got... um, I have slam buddies coming yes. down the pipe. Ooh, There's okay. going to be like little keychain ones of me because I was oh, like, we'll see. We'll, we'll work our way up to the big toy. Yeah. Give them a little taste. You got to start somewhere, dude. Yeah. And just to see that, like the prototype was very emotional. And I was like, wow, I can't even believe like I can say like I had a toy made of me. People can buy something that's me. Mm-hmm. So right. if I had like a figure, oh my God. It's yeah. like when I see um, like Chris Statlander and MJF and Johnny Silver yeah. and Alex Reynolds getting their like AW figures, well deserved, by the way. Right. Yeah. But you know, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Right. We grew up playing with action figures of wrestlers because we wanted to be them, and now you are one. Right. Like, like it's, what, it's just, what would you what would you do if you're just like at Walmart one day and you just go past the toy aisle and your action figure is just there on the shelf? Like, what would you do? Like. I mean, obviously, Knowing, you know it's coming out, but like when you actually see it, like on the shelves, it just like, and then you like, if you saw a kid come, up, like, oh, look, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I can tell you exactly it. what I would do. The first thing I would do is, of course, cry because I'm a big crier. Sure. That's the running joke at Creative Pro is that all I do is cry. <laughs> um, so I would cry and then I would sit there and bully people into buying it if they weren't going to. <laughs> I love That's that. exactly what I would do. That's funny. I um yeah. I wanted to ask you um and correct me if I'm wrong. It was so you were on Dark with yes. VSK and Eric James, was it? No, I was on Dark against I'm drawing a blank Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Oh, yes. Okay. How how was that for you, you know, going from you know, doing cap shows, doing indie shows to, to kind of being on the, in this big company. Uh, how, you know, how was that for you? The, you know, the experience for you? It was, it was some, like, I'm really bad with describing things, but it was just like, it was another world almost. You kind of walk into it and you're like, wow, this is like professional. This is like people's jobs. This is what they do the setup is crazy everyone there is also super nice like very professional very sweet anyone who i talked to or ran into is very like down to earth and like i'm not the kind of person to go up and like introduce myself because i'm like i don't want to bother you but 
if I happen to be like standing there and like we have a conversation, like anyone I talk to is just super sweet. But to go there and see the production, how it's run, and then to just be on AEW Dark was wild. I remember when it was coming out, like I was telling people, like, watch it, watch it. And I had like, I think I had like 50 people watching it. Like, my family, my friends, like, ev- like everyone just like got on YouTube and was like, we got to see Aaron on AEW Dark. They kept calling it AWE. And I was like, it's not all, <laughs> it's AEW. <laughs> and it was, it was one of those moments where you're like, wow, if my career ends sometime, I can at least say like, hey, I got to wrestle on Dark yeah. against Chuck Taylor. And get dropped on my head and look like I did like a handstand out of his pile driver because <laughs> that boy drove me into the mat <laughs> on that awful, awful. Yeah. Mm. Also great wrestling that- name, <laughs> right? Great wrestling name for a finisher. Awful waffle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, so this isn't really a question, but when we announced it, because we always keep uh, our guests like kind of just a surprise till we release the episode. But for our Patreon people, we let them know in wow. advance. And Joshua Stapleton just said, hell yes, quickly becoming one of my fa- my current favorites. Great match with Rich Swan at FWF. Oh, thank you. I should be your number one and only favorite, but I'll Ooh. take one of them. <laughs> Oh, what the hell, Stapleton? Jesus. Yes. Bootleg TTD, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> um, and then uh, Joey Hudson, he's always good for uh, – he's he's a T-shirt guy. He loves wrestling T-shirts. <laughs> a thousand shirts. He's obsessed. So I what do Joey you Hudson. think – the best. What do you think is the coolest T-shirt in wrestling history? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a question. Uh, that's easy. Let me answer this for you, if you don't mind. It's obviously – his ex-boyfriend's tank no, top. This one. The third eye blind right there, dude. That's the best. No, no, it's the, it's the one Andrew's wearing. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would say it's a toss-up between the one Andrew's wearing and the third eye blind. Um, right. I would say at least my favorite wrestling shirt happens to be my own evil gay shirt. I think that's very hysterical that I made that. Actually, my friend uh, Ava Everett, Awesome. As yeah. most people yep. know, yep. she got that made for me. And she was like, I really think you should start using this moniker and this like graphic. And I was like, I don't know, like you're putting out evil gay. Like, how are people going to feel about that? And I was like, man, let's expose gay people for how evil they truly are. Right. So, I mean, and people loved it. I think my oh, personal that's, that's awesome. favorite two wrestling, three wrestling shirts has to be. I have an MJF red one. It was like his first one. It's got like his name with like the insignia. It's like really like just up Aaron Rourke's alley. The second one is Chris Statlander's like alien. Like Uh that one was sick. It was cool. And then the third has to be because she's my favorite wrestler of all time. I know people are going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you said it. I think she's the best of all time. Come at me on Twitter. No, at, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks's returning T-shirt. It was yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah. it had that whole like kind of like Joshi Japanese inspired logo. Right. Okay, it was so cool, and I was like dying to get it. Yeah, that's cool. I need um, this one. Yeah, I was just gonna I say I, I'm, I'm looking at your shirts right now, and and 
I love the Brock Lesnar uh, Sparkle City. Sparkle City. That one's great. Not Um, a lot of people catch on to that one. That really, that's I really like that one. Um, I love that. And then, yeah, your evil gay one is fun too. This one's cool too. The white dripping and yeah, that one just came out. I I just did that one. Okay, nice. Um, Yeah, no, you've got some great shirts for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, Joey Hudson's constantly asking this question every week. But one thing he's never done, he's never asked all of us what our favorite wrestling shirt of all time is. So, real quick. He probably has in our questions. We just didn't answer it. Well, let's answer it right now. (laughs) I've got mine right here. Oh, man. uh, I mean, Billy, Andrew, let's just knock it out real quick. We got to do this for, for the old JH, Joey Hudson. I mean, yeah. Billy's Billy's got the heebie-jeebies this week, guys. Yeah, I, too hot. chest and throat cold going on, so I keep yep. having to mute to cough anyway. Yep. Everybody, <clears throat> chill. That's my. <laughs> um. <laughs> man, I don't know. I uh, I remember like I'm pretty sure. It was, yeah, it was an NWO shirt. Yeah. It, it was either NWO or DX. Um, and, uh, I just remember like being a rebellious teenager and be like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool. It, I just remember the shirt said rules and bones are meant to be broken. Right. That was like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's like one of my early favorite ones. That's a good one. It's a, it's a classic. It's great. What about you, Andrew? Andrew's got a favorite. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that was cool. The, uh, this major things, major things, and you know, Matt has that deathmatch king, deathmatch club it. shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, right. you know, with them on the bikes, and and Chelsea yeah. is eleven. I I don't know. I think it's I think it's really cool. That's I, a good I, one. I remember when I really there. like their new uh, uh, haunted mansion shirt. Oh yeah, that yeah. one's cool. But Jake, I think. I think there's one that Brian has that's like the Homer Simpson like gif of yes, like going sash. Yeah. That oh, one that cracks my shit up. That one cracks me I up. Can't, I can't tell you how many times I've been on Pro Wrestling Tees and literally had that one in my cart. Same. And I just I can't decide if I want the, the green, green or the black. Or the black. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, same. and then I never end up buying it because I always wait until they're the sales. Yeah. That, it's, it's so the, good. It's so good. It is great. One of the uh, major marks designed that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I forget uh, who it shit. was, I don't but yeah, who it was it's so good though. But uh, yeah, it's just like because I like I think I like the black one better, but like I have so many black t shirts, like Same. a million, and I was just like, man, I should just. Get but the, the whole green shirt is an entire it looks bush. Like the bush. Exactly. Yeah. I thought I thought the same thing. So it's like I maybe I should just get both. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm but, gonna do. I mean, this you guys are gonna lose your shit. When you see this shirt, this is a hundred percent hands down the greatest professional wrestling t-shirt of all time. Close. Very, very close. Very close. Oh my gosh. The big Jake Boski t-shirt available (laughs) at prowrestlingtees.com slash major world order. Look at that. Look at that guy right there. Hey, you can go buy one right now. I'll I'll (laughs) give you my discount code, pal. Oh sweet! I have well, I have I have one that I cut up and I cut it too far in the nip show. So I'll autograph it and send it to you if you want it. Oh gosh, 
That sounds great for me. Thank yeah. you. If you really want it, I legit just hit me up. I'll send it to you. Oh, thank I don't. You so I much. wore it one time, and I was yeah. Somebody, was, I was at the gym, and somebody was like, "I think I told this story before." You did. Yeah, they're they're looking at me, and they're like, "Is that you on your sh- on this shirt?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "The fuck?" <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. "I'd be like, hell yeah, bitch! You just yeah, mad man. you don't got a shirt." Yeah. Well, I think the problem this was like. Too. That yeah yeah that one's I love that shirt love that Josh that one's cool jo- yeah bootleg TPD <clears throat> yeah all right that one's cool yeah thank you um you also got to do a a really cool match at Creative Pro uh, mm-hmm. one of their events against Brian yes which was such like a full circle moment I feel like everyone dreams of wrestling their trainer. Or especially yeah. when your trainer is someone like Brian Myers. Mm-hmm. When I found out I was having that match, I don't think I have ever been more nervous and more just like like gripping the wheel, like white knuckle in it. Because you just want you your work is almost a reflection of their work. So there's that added pressure. But to have that match with him, regardless if it was great or bad. I think it was amazing and it's the general consensus, but I, it'll always mean the world to me because I've dreamt of having a match against him and to have it for a title that I was holding was like, again, another moment in my career where I'm like, wow, I really got to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, cause were you the TV champion? I was. Okay. Damn it. Bobby Orland. Damn it. (laughs) I'll get my revenge. I feel that it coming. Hashtag son of a bitch. <laughs> I, son I of a re- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember I remember that was my first cap show I you know I helped out at and I remember you were in the back and you were like, I'm so nervous. Like you and and everyone kept telling you he wouldn't have picked you if he didn't see something in you and and I remember I was peeking from the curtain and watching it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this match is incredible!" You know, you know, being a, a student, and everything just that's like what I, you know, I observe and I learn from you guys, and it, you know, I, I love it. I I love seeing that stuff, and I wish you could. I know you you live in Mass now. I wish you can come around the school, and I can, you know. Have you teach me a couple of things? <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll be back sooner than you think. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to be at practice tomorrow? <laughs> oh, yeah, for Not sure. I'm going to make, I'm gonna make <laughs> that five-hour drive. Just so. <laughs> um, You're actually – so you, you've been, like, training today, yes? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, what's what's going on there? Uh, let me um, we were – we were just doing some, you know, blow up drills, you know, to work on our cardio. We were doing some drills to work on our footwork, our pacing, our timing. Um, when I came up here to do an interview like this, uh, they were doing some like practice matches and some like uh, like working on like good guy and bad guy stuff and just like how to be a face, how to be a heel, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, Nepwa is a really great school. Um, it's, it's very quickly become like a second home to me. I, there's a lot of talent up here who would like barely scratch the surface of what they can do. And it's really, it's really cool to like go to a different school and see different types of training, different styles and learn different things from different trainers. So I'm definitely getting a lot of like 
good workouts, good like uh, critiques and working on my game still. And it's just, I feel like it only benefits me that I have another, a different type of trainer in a different Uh school to show me like how they do things. So when I go other places, like I have two types of school knowledge. Yeah, no, I, I really, I really like that. That's, it's wise. Um, It's uh, and yeah, you know, just cause you know, did you, did you start at Creative Pro? Did you have any prior training? Or? Yeah, I was at Creative Creative Pro was the first place I ever trained. I trained okay. there from oh, so that's 2018. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> exactly. I am Brian Myers and Pat Buck made. Yeah, I baby. trained at Cap for three years and then I decided, hey, um I wanna go adventure i kind of want to go see other places i had friends up here i moved in with my friend davian who's wrestled at creative pro a couple times Mm -hmm. and she's phenomenally talented and i just i just wanted to see what other schools are like and learn from them and i i call it like the mjf path where it's like he went to like the midwest and he moved here he moved there to like improve his training and i think it's very vital for a wrestler well, to it, venture that, out that goes with life in general i mean there's there's a lot of great things you can get at one place but sometimes you have to you know kind of bounce around a little bit and get a little bit of flavor so to speak and and test the waters um and and just pick up some knowledge in other places and and it's good for your life and your soul so to speak you know what i mean like you just and even if, if you move three, four hours away, just, you know, something a little bit different and you get that, that culture and that life and that, those experiences and you can translate those into like for you, your professional wrestling career. And I think that's, that's pretty awesome. And and I think it's going to pay off in the long run, you know? Yeah. I mean, I always hold cap as the best wrestling school in the country and like, it's my home and I will say till the day I die that cap is the best place. And I would not be here if it wasn't for cap. 100%. But Nepwa, I can't disregard what Nepwa has done for me. Yeah. And it, like I said, it's become my second home and I'm yeah. very thankful that I got to wrestle at the second best place in the country, in my right. personal opinion. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Two top tier places and they're, they're under your belt. I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome and i mean you know five six years from now when you're world champion you know holding that holding that title up you know he's gonna be like remember when i was on mwo episode 99 and we were talking about that yep right there (laughs) hey if that's true and y'all call me like hey it's been six years since you did that uh podcast with us and now you're champ would you do it again i'd be like absolutely all right for free right for For free for free (laughs) absolutely (laughs) (laughs) just contact my agent first (laughs) i would i honestly would never charge i would never charge to do a podcast i feel like i feel like it's it's fun for me to get to talk about wrestling with other people who enjoy talking about wrestling and who are honestly interested in my path so like how would i ever be like here's a price tag on it by the way yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. We'll we'll talk to you in six years and see how much it costs. Oh, <laughs> <I'm kidding>. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I can only do it for five minutes. I'm sorry. There's paparazzi everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start to get close uh, to, to wrapping this up. We have had oh, you on man. for a little while. It's been a long time. Um, but um, 
there's a uh, a couple segments that we do, and you are more than welcome to kind of hang out with us for a little bit if you want. Um, the first one, it, it's real easy. Uh, we call it hunting with Husvar. <laughs> <laughs> As maybe you've seen a couple times, he just randomly will be like, oh, hey, wrestling figure. Yeah. And um, Time he's to get done that JYD for so out. long, so it's like, okay. The guest now gets an opportunity to ask Andrew if he has whichever wrestling figure uh, you you want him to, I don't know, go for. It can be challenging, but realistic. So what wrestler do you think that he may or may not have? I mean, I'll go with an easy one. I mentioned she was my favorite wrestler of all time. Do you have a Sasha Banks action figure? Ooh. I, I definitely do not. <laughs> because Andrew is a really big not fan of hers. <laughs> the one thing about Andrew Hus- Andrew's uh, <laughs> new t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com is, I hate Hasha, Sasha Banks. I hate her. I said Hasha. <laughs> Hasha. <laughs> Oh man, damn, dude! He's he stumped get a you instantly. What? What's he get? Husfar? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll get you. How about a I'll big Jake Boski T-shirt from Pro no, I'll get you whatever MWO shirt you want from the store. Ooh, okay. So we'll. I'll, yeah. I'll send you the link, and you can pick out what you want. I'll. I'll yeah, give it to you either at a show or I'll send and it. it to you. And legit, if you really want that Jake Boski shirt, I'll seriously <laughs> send it to you. <laughs> You think I'm kidding, but I seriously want it. So. All right, I'll send it. Yeah, hit me up. I'll, I'll send it to you for real. Sweet. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, the next segment is uh, just fan questions. It's four by six time. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Astro MWO. Question of the week. Win a four by six. Major World Order. Every week we post in the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Facebook group uh, for fans to ask us questions. And if Andrew, Jake, or I answer it, we will send you a four by six. Ho! Because we're too cheap for eight by tens. That's right. We're the cheapest. <laughs> I don't blame you. They're expensive. They are. They. <laughs> There, uh, I use coupons. Eight by tens piss me off because when you got to get them printed, like they're not right. standard size. They are, they're a special cut, so you got to pay extra have to for be it. like this big. It's crazy. You got to pay like yeah. three dollars for shipping. Getting eight by tens is like the biggest headache because you got to find a good place with a good deal, and then you hope and pray to God that you make your money back. And you hope they're centered too, because sometimes they print yes. out they're all centered. <laughs> or we they're blurry, or right? they're like we... weirdly saturated. <laughs> yep. Or some guy has a bunch of fingerprints all over him. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I've got my question ready. Do it to it. Baby. Staying with the theme. Uh oh. With FWF4 in the books, what new wrestler would you realistically like to see brought in for FWF5? And who would you book them against? Oh. That comes from Brian Lyons. Mm. And you know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Aaron Rourke against John Morrison. Oh, you know the battle of the split legged Starship wow. Pain and my split legged oh, Moonsault. Who's who? Where's the most rhinestones? Oh man, 
I like. I that. will accept this match only if he comes with his bedazzled abs. He oh. did do that, and it was the oh my god! It was so fun, like so yeah. good. Talk about so- like just like that's like that's bad guy work because you know there's going to be like you know a lot of people within I don't know the world that go like ah oh, what's this bullshit stupid ab bedazzled abs like and i just i'm like this is fucking great he's like they're stupid bedazzled abs yeah they're just mad that they can't bedazzle their own abs right (laughs) i'll bedazzle my jelly rolls (laughs) unlike a hot rod guy i'm not ripped like him all right um you don't need to be ripped with a handsome face like that (laughs) oh Uh, See, I can be nice. You're very nice. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Of course. That. <laughs> no problem. I would uh, say... Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. Do you want to go? No, no, no. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, please. I don't know if you've wrestled him before. Um, I want to see you mm. versus Jaden Vallow. Mm. I, I have think, not wrestled him before. I've I've seen him... Um, I went to uh, the NYWC show um, when Matt um, had the title on the line. And um, I would love to just see you, you know, Aaron Rourke, just, uh, you know, the Jaden Vallow's like how he's like, you know, he's like, hi, you know, like all the time. And just Aaron Rourke's just reaction to that. And, you know, and I know he's super talented and, you know, you're super talented just to see like the, the stuff you guys pull out of your arsenals. I would love to see that. Name a time and place. I will do it for free. Hell yeah. All right. I mean, I thought about this right beforehand, but I have to do it. We have to continue with this. So Aaron Rourke, but we're going to do a then, now, and forever match. Then we're going to go with Rob Van Dam. Now we're going to go with Dime Piece, Aaron Rourke. And then forever, our special guest referee, cap student, Mr. Hussmar, <laughs> but I'd be honored. It's a it's a coast to coast match. Whoever hits the first coast to coast wins. I think that would be interesting. You know, you guys are trying to set up, and you know you're moving out of the way and missing and overshooting. You know, who knows? I mean, it could go either way. I would be so down for that, but I'm just going to warn you: I don't like to be outdone. So. Right. Well, I think uh, if you take a little bit of workhorse supplements pre-workout yeah. before the match, you'll be just fine. <laughs> I love and, that. I love that segue. Yeah, yeah. That was I, great. I, I, man, Jake Sterling, you better give me uh, uh, another five percent discount off my next order here, because <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I'm poor. Anyway, Same. Uh, <laughs> next question. Oh, well, that's oh. easy. Oh, wait, sorry. No, oh, no, Aaron. it's not. Oh, Aaron has to say, his. what would you yeah, like you, to Yeah, book what do you want to do for FWF5? Yeah, I, yourself against someone or just something that you would just love to see. Yes, I would just love to wrestle uh, PJ Black. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, damn. I mean, wow, he uh. Dude, that would be a great holy shit. I also am waiting for my, wow. my singles yeah. match against Heath Slater. I'm still waiting for it. 
All mm. right. Yeah, we need that. Maybe you finally take that interstate championship off of him. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do his accent well. Right. <laughs> uh, Dude, oh, man. Now you got me thinking. I like a oof. That'd be awesome. Mm. That I, like I, I said, I would, I'm always down to wrestle anyone. All right. Like, so I think that you need to beat up Heath Slater for the interstate title, and then you need to challenge PJ for you know just put the belt defense. on the line. Yeah. yeah, defend defend the title, and then after you beat his ass, I think you need Rob Van Dam to come in and then do you know like just. All, dude, we should just do FW five. Should just be Aaron Rourke versus the world. I mean, what do you yes. guys think about that? Yep. I yeah, mean. Just start off with Heath. I said Heath. 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 Start off with Heath Bar. Heath. Heath Bar. Heathcliff. <laughs> yeah, and just work your way through the ranks, and just uh, it's like Mortal Kombat. You know, when you like start at the bottom, you just work your way, and just that's it. Oh hell yeah! Also, Shokan. I would. I would just love to wrestle Matt Cardona at least right. one time. Right. I would love it to be a hardcore match. I Ooh. see him getting staples put in his head. Right. Getting whacked around. I saw you know, uh, I saw Heath take that staple out of his head earlier today. <laughs> Oof. I saw that video. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what you ha- didn't ha- see was any- me. Oh, yes. No, no. Sorry. Right. Well, you didn't see me. It was me in the background like this. Yeah, <laughs> as he's getting a staple removed, right? I'm like, oof, with a pair of uh, needle nose pliers. Yeah, oof, makes my uh, bone shiver. I know. Like, <laughs> so you've never had a staple to the head? I'm no, I have not. Okay, so would you be down to do that? Oh yeah, I'm really? a sick bitch. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> well, go grab your stapler right now. Oh, Pop no. one in the head. I'll send you that big Jake Boski tank top for free. You're no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's get on to no, our no, next no. question. He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, you see me anything for a free shirt. That's right. <laughs> no, hell no. I'm sending you that. But um, I don't know if I, I I got a staple in the back when I was in second grade. This kid Brad <laughs> McClung he stapled my shirt to my back, fucker. But anyway, um, <laughs> wow, Brad, uh, you're a yeah, dick. yeah, Brad, wherever the fuck you are in your life, fuck you. If you're listening so. to this, I just want you to know, Aaron Rourke thinks you're a dick, and coming right. from Aaron Rourke, that's a huge insult. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And I have a t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com. Do you? Nope. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Period. Period. Mic drop. <laughs> My phone went blank. Hello. All right. So we have a few questions. Oof, there's some good ones this week. Hmm. It's my turn. Are you, you oh, you're ready? Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Uh, so I'm gonna keep it on, you know, on the subject. Uh, so I'm picking Chris G. G- D. Giovanni's question. Yeah. Book an FWF five match that comes with an exclusive bendy. Ooh. Um. So I I was Ooh. thinking about this. Um. You know, while we're answering, and I yeah. want Brian versus Raven. Mm. Oh, I want the you know the the Raven pose yeah. versus Raven. Oh pose. yeah, and yeah, a Raven exclusive bendy um okay. to go with it. Um, I just think you know because he's one of Brian's sure. heroes. Sure. Um, and I I think you know you know they both have that 
you know, that kind of rocker style at times. Sure. Um, so yeah. I think it would be a really cool grunge almost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, yep. like a really cool, yes. like, that's great. You know, dude. I love that hero hero, uh, you know, facing your heroes <laughs> kind of type of thing. And, um, and I just, I think it would be really, really cool to see Brian get that moment. Um, you know, especially he had that picture of him with Tommy Dreamer and Raven, uh-huh. who are, you know, big, big rivals yeah. um, in ECW. And, you know, I know Brian's always excited to wrestle ECW guys. So sure. I think that would be an awesome match. I would love to see, and I think a lot of people would love to see, and we get a Raven bendy out of it. So absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Billy. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to just stick with the, the match that I booked and it's going to be Aaron versus John Morrison. Oh, and okay, yeah, you know, maybe it's just a two pack, and they both get a bendy. Ooh, I like that. I like it. I like it. I'm down for that. Yeah. Now there hasn't been a bendy two pack yet. No. No. First time in the line. There I we like go. It. I mean, it's right in my wheelhouse. I will say that's right. Mm-hmm. I love it. Right in Aaron Works' real wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Man, oof. You know what? I'm going to go. I just feel like there should be some type of a battle royal and uh, FWF referee Mark Bitters is in there officiating. Okay. And also somehow Swaggle ends up in the match and they end up butting heads and the ring gets cleared out and it ends up being Swaggle versus FWF head official Mark Bitters, and uh, you know who knows what's going to happen, but we know there's going to be a. Uh, uh, I, I kind of like the two pack idea. So I mean, Billy had the first time in the line two pack, you know, but we're going to be second time in the line two pack uh, with uh, Mark Bitters and Swaggle, oh and I think it's a fantastic. <laughs> I like uh, it. Top seller right there. It's their way of getting a referee for major bendies. Boom yes. shakalaka. I mean, Matt, Brian, Mark, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget where the royalties need to go to. PayPal.com <laughs> slash Big Jake Bosky. That's not really my <laughs> PayPal, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Jake, regular Jake Bosky. Anyway. But anyway, <laughs> that's that. Yep. Aaron, what do you my think? Turn, or well, turn. what do you think would be... Um... A cool FWF match that would get an exclusive yeah. major bendy figure. Yes. I'm wondering if it if, are we still talking like realistic? I think we should be realistic. I mean, but you I can mean, do whatever. Yeah, you whatever, want. I mean, whatever you think. As long as it's here's, I think the stipulations have to be this: it can't be someone who's deceased, and it can't be someone who's like enabled to. You know what I mean? Like some, like like let's be realistic. Like Hulk Hogan. Unfortunately, yeah. he can't wrestle anymore. You know, I don't. At least I don't think he can. But I mean, he might be able to. Yeah, yeah. No, you never know. Nah, he might be able to squeeze knows? one more. But you know, realistically, I think you know somebody who would realistically be able to per- put on a performance. I kind of want to see a Cap Originals Fatal Four Way of TV okay. stars. So we got Bear Bronson yes. versus Max Caster. Versus MJF versus Chris Statlander. Ooh, wow! That'd be epic. Ooh, winner gets Bendy. Gets the Bendy. Oh, dude, I love it. 
That's fucking great. And I like think that is, match. That's that is a, that's totally possible. A hundred percent. I think that's the best one. Oh man. Well, I want that. I still want that. Effie. Are you vaping? Maybe. Hey. Uh, <laughs> don't judge. I just see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. I was like, no, he, he just, just did it all. He did it all the sly. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I try not to promote my unhealthy habits. It's fine. Only our Patreon members get to see and all our listeners because we found out what he's doing. (laughs) Hi, listeners and Patreon people. Don't vape. It's not good for you. Nope. It's fine. He just he's got uh, what do they call that thing? (laughs) They got a problem with their, you know what I'm saying? Asthma thing. Yeah, he's got asthma. It's fine. It's an inhaler. That yeah. thing, yeah. Sure. All right, Andrew. It's a giant yellow inhaler. <laughs> you asked yours. Yes. Jake. Yes. Last question. Okay. All right, last question. I'm doing it right now. All right, so. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Somebody else is using an inhaler around me, too. Um. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Oh God! There's Jesus. What? <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm reading. You. All right. Um, Riveting stuff here. Yeah. There's yeah. there's two I want to pick. All right. I'm gonna go with Justin Erie. Favorite LOL moment in MWO oh, history. God no. There's been quite a few. I mean, this one is too difficult for it's you. Very Aaron, di- you know, it's very difficult. Yeah. I'm assuming you haven't listened yeah. to the show, or if you have, not. I mean, we we know you're a new Patreon subscriber. And it's okay, but uh, you haven't listened. To all My favorite. I mean, I can answer. My favorite LOL moment was yes. from this podcast when you thought I wrestled Swoggle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got yes. me there. Yes. It was Eric James. I messed up. All right, I have excellent singers. I know. I know. Right off the bat, what my favorite LOL moment was. And that's why Andrew's covering his face right now. Well, it's there, which one you're gonna. I know, I know. I I would have to say the first one. It was very. I don't. I can't tell you which episode it was, but it was definitely in the first ten. There was some time. Sorry, my cat's going crazy over there. Um, there was a time where Billy was talking about something, and Andrew and I just started hysterically. Oh laughing at each other like uncontrollably like we could not stop laughing we had to mute our mics i don't know if he farted or something or what happened but like it was just out of control and like we were just like giggling so bad and billy muted both of our mics and he had to go for like 10 minutes by himself because we were laughing so hard but we like i don't know what it is but there's something with husfar and myself we (laughs) every like seven to 13 episodes we have a have a little hijinks where we fucking just lose it and because you're such a fool and i can't you're, stop laughing dude it's all you bro i just like he does or i say something and he's just like what the fuck and he puts his hand on his head and or his head on his hand or whatever and like we just start laughing at each other and like we're just it's when I see him just like laughing, I just I I lose it, dude. I can't I can't stop. So yeah, it was one. Of, I think it was like episode seven or eight, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember it happening early, and then yeah, just randomly, yeah. randomly here and there, like every <laughs> seven to thirteen episodes. It's like, gosh, I don't know. 
It's classic, though. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't. No, be no, a, I know. I'm just trying to think of different I, ones, and yeah, there, there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones. We've had. I mean, I, I literally, there's a, there's some we can't talk about, but uh, there there's a lot of comedic acts that we've had throughout yeah. these episodes, and I mean, I'm just I'm just so glad to be a part of it with you guys, and yeah, I've had so much fun, you know. Uh, yeah. Andrew, you got one. Yeah, Seems mine's like. um when I when I asked, uh, it was on Kimberly. Yeah, that's one of my top episode. ones too. Got to be Gretzky. I was I was like legitimately, like genuinely, just asking because she said she collected cards or whatever, like hockey yes. memorabilia, and I just asked, like Gani Gretzky, and they all thought it was hilarious. Like, and I it, was it was the way the he way said, said it. it. He yeah. was, he was like Gani Gretzky. <laughs> it was so high pitched. It was just like, what the fuck? And like, I don't know. It just, it just it made stuck. me laugh. And yeah. that's one of my favorites. And there, there's actually a uh, t-shirt design out there that I made for that that never got approved for some reason. But I wonder if Billy didn't send it into ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't remember that one. Honestly. Oh, it's in. If you keep going like it's this somewhere, go like it's this like on this. our MWO group chat for like three days. It'll pop up. <laughs> Um, yeah, got any Greskies pretty up there. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, <laughs> Grandma Hussy. Oh, God. Making appearances. Oh, man. Grandma, please. Aaron, you, Grandma. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Joe Shoes Joe episode. Shoes. Yeah. Is by Anybody, far like yeah. the most laughs. That first one. Oh, my God. I remember yeah. like, I thought I was going to die halfway through the episode. That was probably the funniest episode we ever had that like it was just so like what the fuck like yeah. crazy just nonsense have you been able to have many interactions with joe shoes aaron um a couple here and there uh of course i say hi we chat a little bit sure. Sure. i've never like had like a, a hangout with him sure yeah he's just very much like uh he's just very he's a kfc bowl of excitement there you go. That is, <laughs> man, that the, is just the perfect. He's way got to the put corn, it. the mashed potatoes, and the biscuit. You know, it's I'm gonna all start using that now to describe people. <laughs> I just They're a KFC bowl of excitement. Hey, listen, listen. If you need any fucking little uh, lines, I got them for you. Full of them. I might put that on a T-shirt. I'm just Do a it. KFC bowl of excitement. Yes. <laughs> Sprinkle that corn. <laughs> yeah, on the back of the I got the corn. I got the mashed potatoes. And I got the biscuit. <laughs> and then at the bottom, there's just a little chicken sticking up out of the bottom. Nope. Just a little chicken going like. <laughs> it's like, peace. <laughs> peace, love, KFC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's um, that's all the questions. Yeah. Um, Aaron. Thank you so much yeah, again. Thank you, so man, for coming and being thank part of this. Oh, it was a blast, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It was I've had such a great time, and thank you, guys. I truly enjoy talking and answering questions, and just getting to meet people yeah. and getting to know you guys better and more. Yeah. And I hope we can do this again. I had such I would a great love time. Love to. Love to. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Love to see you. Maybe at like uh, I don't know. A live major event? wrestling figure podcast live 15 in orlando i don't know i mean i would be down okay if all right i will be there <laughs> i was just talking to my good friend uh 
high ride guy and uh i was texting him letting him know we were talking shit about him on the show so uh you know maybe uh he might be there too so i'll have to see there you go. <laughs> Look at those guns. Ooh. Oh, no. Little little guys. Little guys compared to you, man. Oh, stop. It's just because the way I'm sitting, my shoulders look pretty broad. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. But no, uh, seriously, again, it, it, yeah, it was a pleasure so to hang out with you, talk to well, you, learn more pleasure. about you, and um, really can't wait to see where your uh, career yeah. progresses. It's going to rocket thank ship, you. man. Straight to the top. Thank you, guys. Thank you for all your kind words and uh, everything. It truly, it means the world to me. And just thank you guys for being so cool and just uh, letting me kick you, it with y'all. Thank you yeah. for hanging with us and kicking it, man. It was awesome. Yeah. No, this was great. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Aaron, um, we are going to finish a couple things up and, and we're going to close up so again thank you for being here and we'll talk soon all right guys have a good rest of your night and i'll see you soon thank you so much thanks guys yeah bye bye what a cool guy yeah oh man that was uh that was cool yeah very very cool very awesome a lot of fun and uh very very happy to be a part of this group for sure yeah i mean it's i know i'm a little sentimental right now you know coming on episode 99 and all that but Mm -hmm. Aaron's a great guy, great talent, uh, very, very inspirational, very, very young. And I mean, I can't wait to see what he does with his future and his career. And I'm excited for him and and for us, you know, just to see where he goes and what he does. Yeah. You know, we're very we're very lucky with this show. To, oh, that and you know, yeah. meet and talk to so many people, and yes, so I obviously for different reasons, I have like favorites, you know, sure. favorite type of episodes, but right, man, these inspirational ones always kind of mean the most to me because we're all what, whatever it is, we all have goals, we're all tr- striving for something. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you know, whatever it is, you know, hopefully, you hear something from someone like him who has just been working hard to to get these opportunities. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there's something you can learn from, from something right. like that and yes. be like, well, okay, I'm not trying to be a wrestler, but right. I can apply it to, to real this. life. A hundred percent. Well, I, I will <laughs> say the day that he comes into school to teach or just to be there, I will make sure that I'm there, you know, cause I would love to, to learn a thing or two from him or, you know, pick his brain on some things. And, you know, cause he's so talented Oh yeah, and he like really deserves to, to be signed somewhere or, Mm -hmm. you know, doing whatever he wants to do with his career, you know, like, you know, whether he wants to be signed or not, like he, he deserves to great things. Oh, I, I agree. I I mean, I, I can't say enough, good things about him i mean this is i mean you guys have got to speak with him beforehand i i have not i i've never actually oh okay you have okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, um yeah it's just wow i'm uh i mean he it's pretty cool like and it's he he's one of those guys that just makes me happy to be able to do the things that we do and Mm -hmm. get to talk to the people we get to talk to and yep you know, it's not just like, oh, he's a wrestler. You know, it's like 
there's a lot of people that we've met, you know, regular, just normal Joe Schmoes, just like myself, you know, that I've got to be friends with and got really cool and tight with and everything over the years. And, and I can definitely see myself with him, you know, get along with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. we, we're able to build that like connection and it's just, mm-hmm. it's really cool. And he's appreciative of, of his fans, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he puts in the work and mm-hmm. it's appreciated. And obviously he does tremendous work at what he does and it's, it's awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited and happy to be a part of this. And, yep. You know, it's hell yeah. It's awesome. Well, Andrew, you should probably get that baggie ready because it's time to talk about jpdcustoms.com. The following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 Black with the Purple Inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com jpdcustoms.com jpd customs i had the the pleasure of seeing him again this weekend at fwf um and uh you know it had some interesting stuff to say uh, i won't go into detail but uh anyway uh he has some awesome products on his shop um you know as mm-hmm. i always talk about these bret hart uh, decals for your Mattel uh, figures. Um, I still have yet to get that elite. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. It's loud, uh, Florida. I um, you know, I, I still <laughs> still have yet to use them, but um, I think I might get another set and just have this be like kind of like the the show, you know, for the for the ad. Yes. But uh, he you know he has other stuff on his store. The the TNT Championship. Um, title decals for your uh AEW belt. Yes. Um what? Me? Yeah, you you were saying something. Oh, okay. I, All right. I'm, um, ta- I'm doing sign language to my wife. Uh, Mind your business. And then the um he has Hasbro style figures he does as well. You know, he's done Joe's shoes and headbangers and right. you know various other you know Shawnee and you know uh yeah. Sarah, well he did Sarah Crescas, right? Right. Yep. Um Yeah, there's and, been a ton. And and then he also has his uh custom wrestling uh custom figure is it custom figure? Custom, custom wrestling figure, figure. Pod- custom Jesus. wrestling figure podcast. Just some wrestling custom <laughs> custom <laughs> Figure hey, podcast. Here's my new favorite LOL moment of <laughs> uh, uh, His custom wrestling figure podcast, which um, he showcased some awesome customizers who have done some awesome work that blows right. me away every day. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I hope he does another one of those tournaments because I really enjoyed uh, being a part of that and being a judge. You know, very, very uh, honored to do that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out his shop and you know he has some awesome projects coming wait he is that that curry yeah, man does. oh right? yeah yeah curry um, man bend, bend the, yeah bendy the, yep. yeah 
uh, coming, which is pretty cool. You know, right. to go with that Shark Boy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yes. JPD Customs, check him out, please. He's JPD a great dude. Customs. And yeah. Definitely not gonna spill any beans, but there's there's a couple uh, projects that have been yeah. talked about. I'm not allowed to and, say anything, but um, oh baby, yeah, I think I you know, I, I think uh, one of the projects. Yeah, there's gonna be some people that are like, oh cool, yeah, I need one of those. Right. Um, the other thing. I think uh, we'll start to blow some major marks' minds. A hundred percent, I agree. Um, the one thing is, like, it needed to be done. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the important thing, and it sucks we can't say anything. Uh, I wish we could. Maybe we can. I don't you know. know. Maybe we'll, we can drop it on. We'll, um, we'll talk to him. We yeah. Talk to yeah. Him, yeah. 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 And see what he has to say. Yeah. That that's that's the cool one. That's the one that's like, yep, that's awesome. Yeah, fuck 100%. yeah, one hundred percent. Fuck so. yeah. All right, um, that's the show. No, it's not. I just poured a new beer. Let's talk some more. Oh, well, show. we're gonna we're gonna hang out afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you guys. Like ninety nine episodes, man. Uh, real quick, Billy. Andrew, everyone in the MWO family, we love you guys. And I just want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart. 99 episodes, this is crazy. I never thought, uh, you know, I, I don't know what I thought. I, I I never really thought about it. Realistically, I just, uh, you know, it's just three buds hanging out and here we are and we're still doing it and we're having fun and I don't see us uh, slowing down anytime soon. And I just want to thank every single person for your support. And uh, we are here for you as much as you're here for us. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of podcasts that have started um, after us and I'm not saying like we're the originators or anything like that, but like, no. you know, there, there's a lot of, um, guys from the Facebook group who've started podcasts and, uh, you know, you're doing some cool stuff and different things and mm-hmm. we support that hundred mm-hmm. percent. And, mm-hmm. you know, if there's anything that you guys want to, you know, talk about or get out in the open or especially something that's important, just let us know, shoot us a message and we're, we're definitely happy to help, but, uh, yep. 100%. long story short. We love you guys, and uh, we thank everybody for your support. Seriously, yep. means a lot. <coughs> now that I'm gonna start dying, as far can you take us out? Oh, oh, look, it's the putty tat. <laughs> Daddy, have a kiss. Play my timepiece music. I got Galoob, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch. That drives the marks while the ring-worn gear They wanna wear it H-A-R-D Just like Blue Chew I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy I'm just a major mark Major mark I'm not a toy boy Toy boy Claim all the figs Claim all the merch like Super Gabby, you already know the Michael Jordan 
and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise.